Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We are your hosts. This is Nicole, and I am joined by Dexter. Yo. And Tom. What up? And Armani. What's up, guys? And how's everyone doing? How's it going? It's going great. great. I'm chilling. Yeah, chilling. <laughs> sounds so enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I didn't get. I didn't get got by the ice monster. The ice. Monster. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, yeah. So speaking of the ice monster, pretty much this entire country, except with the exception of like Florida, is freezing and there's snow everywhere and there's ice everywhere. It's crazy. Texas is fine right now. Huh? I said Georgia's fine right now. Did y'all get y'all didn't get any snow at all? No, it was fine. Like it wow. went around us. It was like a V up the country. I heard yeah. South Carolina just got it or is getting something. Yeah, something right now currently. Yeah. And like Texas, people have been without power for like. 15 plus hours in areas and the mayor i guess the mayor the governor of some town in texas made a comment and issued a statement telling people that they need to fend for themselves and that they shouldn't be waiting on the government to rescue them and it's time to learn how to sink or swim this is a situation where basically the strong survive is a comment he made about the fact that there are People without power and water and freezing to death in his state. An American elected official, people. Shout out to Texas. Yeah, that's savage. <laughs> that's that's crazy to say say something like that. Just they part your face to say something like that about people. Yeah, like they they didn't shut it off. <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. They apparently, don't, it's the, apparently the uh, Democrats are uh, it's, it's their fault now. They don't believe that there's global warming. So I look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Part of this is because Texas did not want to be on a federal power grid. Um, right. Evidently, it's part of the, the reasoning for some of this craziness and why they why they haven't been able to bounce back in areas. That's messed up. I was gonna laugh, but it's not really funny. That's messed no. up. It's it's pretty crappy when people in areas continue to vote against their best interests. That's the thing. It's like you have these people. In Texas, and don't get me wrong, granted, you've got your big cities, Houston, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin's not big. But outside of that, most of Texas is probably like middle America type of people, like not very super rich, but they continue to vote for Republicans that just don't have their best interests in mind. And it's nuts. It's interesting. It's not nuts. I mean, like you said, not much surprises. I mean, I don't think anymore about people in this country, but... I don't know. I don't. What, what does it take for people to start voting in their best interests when you've got politicians who say shit like that? Politicians don't say shit like that when they're running. Well, that's a very good point. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm saying usually in situations, you know, things of I don't want to say catastrophe usually bring bring a sense of community. Of, you know, hopefully they'll they, they'll they'll learn from this because you know I feel kind of bad and they're not used to this. Whereas no. maybe someone people in the northern part of the country we are we kind of prepare for this. We already know what to do. And in a place like down where it doesn't usually get like that, like you said, especially with the with the power situation. Yeah, I mean that's unfortunate. But they needed to, this. Might be one of those things where like, okay, this happened. So to prevent this in the future, we need to take step A, B, C. You know, hopefully that's how, how this plays out for them. Yeah, this is evidently the most snow they've gotten in a hundred years, and the coldest wow. it's gotten. It was like nine degrees the other day with the wind. I seen five on somebody. Somebody posted it was five. Yeah. Well, hopefully it warms up, warms back up in Texas, and uh, people stay safe. Talking about the Texas news, did you guys see that like pileup, that hundred car pileup in Texas? Yes. Hundred and thirty-three cars. Ooh, 
I didn't even see it. It was that much. Yeah, 133 cars. It was like six tractor trailers. Yeah, that looked pretty rough. That was on a stretch of 35 in Fort Worth. It was so bad. Shout out to the people who made it through and the people who are dealing with loss. But man, 133 cars. That's a lot. It is. Ice monster. Yeah. Stay safe. Be careful. Don't drive. I mean, if you don't have to go out, then don't go out. I've seen people risking going to Whataburger. Granted, I guess if you have no power, you need to get food because, you know, there's no preparing for this. And once again, we're in that position where the grocery stores are out of food and stuff like that. If you don't have to go out the house and just sit still. No need to be out in the crazy. Well, when it's the situation where you have no power, you do then. I mean, my brother was telling me somebody, people were filling up their bathtubs with water in case, the, you know, the pumps break or whatever, or freeze or whatever. And mm-hmm. the water in their tubs are in their houses. So it's like, oh, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah I've seen a lot of people posting that they like the pipes, the water pipes and stuff have burst in apartment um, buildings and things like that. So Infrastructure is not made for these things. Yeah. And then you see people that don't even have, like, winter coats like that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't have a winter coat when I moved from Texas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one there owns a winter coat. Right. There's no winter. Like, yeah, I told her before she came out here, I said, uh, <laughs> I need a coat. And she came out here looking for an apartment. She had no coat. I said, it's different out here. You need like a snorkel, a couple of hoodies, some shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Full winter wardrobe. So another crazy news. We are ap- approaching the two-year anniversary of the death of Nipsey Hussle. And the other day, I was perusing the social medias. And I seen that fans of his, there was a rumor that Lauren London was pregnant. Of course, you got some fans who were like, congratulations, things like that. But then you actually had people who were commenting on her posts and adding her in different places, telling her that she was disloyal and that she was a piece of shit and just saying all kinds of crazy things to her. Like she would have the audacity to move on with her life. Now she's not pregnant. She's squashed those rumors. It's not true. But the audacity of people. Yeah, we can't, we cannot, we cannot judge the world off of the small denominator of people that post comments under those things because normal people don't even post comments under that. You can have an opinion, mm-hmm. but you likely aren't posting under anything of that nature. It's, it's so many degrees. Like you have to believe it. You have to care enough to post it. You have to care enough to post it and then be, and then have like feelings to make it <laughs> a negative thing to yourself. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like so many degrees that you have to get past in order for you to actually be that person. So let's just not, you know, judge our world off of that low common denominator. You know, they probably bite their toenail. (laughs) (laughs) Are we too involved in celebrities' business? I feel like we made this, we we kind of touched on this some episodes ago. I think you made that. I feel like, Dexter, you made the comment about being too involved in celebrities' business for things like this. This I mean, period. Yeah, like in the end, what it comes down to is we care about everybody's business and then we want to manipulate what they do outside of that. It's sad, but in reality, sometimes it doesn't involve your job or it doesn't involve, however, we live in a world where it does. So you have to be cognizant of the things and you say and do. However, I don't know. Leave people alone, you know? <laughs> Lauren, London can do whatever. Lauren London can do whatever she wants to do. He died. 
He didn't. She didn't. Yeah, it's not. Like, like <laughs> he's gone. He, he died. He didn't. You know, she didn't cheat on him. Or yeah, like, it's not like he, he got locked up or shit. And he yeah, just, that, that's what I really mean. It's not like he just went away, you know, and he's coming back. Like, how are you disloyal to somebody that's gone forever? Exactly. Armani, did you have a? Were you about to chime in on this? No, I didn't have anything to say outside. Got it. I mean, like on the celebrity thing, I'm like, if you look at it real talk, of course we have too much input on their lives because real talk, like if someone was looking in on your own life, it's like, who are you to say what I'm doing? It's like we don't know these people, like honestly. We live in a very judgmental society. Yeah. Could you imagine somebody scrutinizing your life all day? Like yeah, and it's like what I didn't ask for this. I'm just trying to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) I was speaking of that. Watch the Britney Spears thing. Anybody see the Britney Spears thing? Mm. I didn't. No, I didn't get a chance. I wanted to. I wanted to check it out. I didn't get a chance to. Well, it's on Hulu. It's a New York Times documentary. Yeah, documentary special. Thank you. It's about Britney and basically the rise of her stardom a little bit and essentially her breakdown. You know, when she had her, her meltdown and she, like, cut her hair and all of that, she actually ended up getting a conservator. That conservator... Ended up being, like, a group of people, I believe it was. And now it's just, like, her dad. And her dad basically still controls all of her money and everything. I don't know what they meant beyond the money part. I know they said that he also controls her career. So, to me, it seemed like he has the ability to arrange, like, concerts or set up, like, that residency in Vegas. Like, he can... Sign her manager. Up for something. Yeah, basically, he's her manager. He can sign her up for something, and like she kind of has to show up for it. I don't think that that's what they said. That not and uh, not to that extent. I think they were saying that that's why she's not working. Well, she said she refuses to work until someone else is put in charge of her money. Yeah. Because the other bullshit with the way this conservatorship is written is he also gets money. So he gets paid as her manager. He gets paid as the conservator. Or whatever, like the executive or state, like he's making money multiple ways off of this one thing. And well, he legally is that he legally can do whatever he wants with the money. Yeah, which is cr- and there's no oversight. But you go ahead. What's crazy is they said <laughs> that there is no record of that being overturned in like U.S. court. Yeah, like ever. And it's just crazy because like she's a rich, rich person. A wealthy person who was basically self-made. The craziest thing is this: this is not this is not Billy Ray Cyrus. This is not who else? Uh, who else grew up with like their dad being behind them or whatever? This isn't Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson yeah. This isn't um, anybody who had their dad. This isn't Beyonce. This is somebody whose dad wasn't even around when she was growing up. Yeah, and he just popped into this, you know, into the situation and. It's crazy, man. Like, it, it, you guys should watch it. That's basically what I'm telling the audience. You guys should watch this Britney Spears thing. It's on Hulu. Free Britney. So, when you have a will, the executor of your state, from minors, I believe, can't be someone who's actually a beneficiary. So, it's crazy that, like, there's just no third party to oversee this. Like, third person to really manage this. Unless they're, you know, that third party person is getting, like, paid off too, but. It raises the question of where was her mother? Her mother just seems to be non-existent. That was my takeaway in a lot of that. Too. Same. I was thinking that too. Like, where they come? Where's mom at? In new TV, upcoming new TV news, we are getting a Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboot. 
courtesy of Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and it's coming to Amazon. What do you guys think of a Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboot? Tom, what do you think? I think I'm interested to see those two particular actors. I thought they were funny. Just, you know, her doing the voice of uh, the the, the android in Solo with him. I thought they were funny as hell. And I like Phoebe Waller. What, how do you say it? It's Phoebe. Oh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. I think she's funny. Curious. I want to see. I think Donald Glover is pretty much gold. I, I haven't seen anything really that's just kind of like him being the main, the character or the main, you know, person behind the show when he's, when he's headlining something where it's been bad. Uh-huh. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see it. I'm for it, you know. Armani. I mean, personally, I I don't see it being a Mister and Mrs. Smith. Like, why why do we have to call it that? Why can't it be something else? Because it's just, you take these two people, that that's not what you envision for Mr. and Mrs. Smith, honestly. So it's like, you're trying to get people comfortable with something that's like, ah, uh, this isn't the ideal vision you would have with it. So like, why not just call, call it something else? Um, well, you say it's not Mr. Mr. Mrs. Smith in what way? I mean, if you think Mr. Mrs. Smith, you think Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, right? I mean, I think that's a, the, but that movie was a pretty basic archetype. I think you could probably stick anybody. Uh, but are, do they fit that, though? I definitely totally on the comedy. I mean, essentially, what was Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Mr. and Mrs. Smith, let me let me get in between you guys. Armani, are you saying that Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the allure is the fact that it was Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? I mean, it just kind of had a certain tone to it, if you get what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, yeah. Because it was Angelina and Brad. Got it. And they were in a real relationship? <laughs> no, I mean, not because they were in a real relationship, but just, like, the aesthetic that they held themselves. Uh, are you trying to say that these two people do not look as good as Brad Pitt and Angelina? <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Like, low-key. <laughs> Donald Glover is no Brad Pitt, is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to say all that, but I mean, like, kind of. <laughs> you know what? And I think, I, honestly, though... I feel like he might be the best person to pull that role off, though, because Brad Pitt did goofy well and silly and kind of funny in that movie. So I think that Donald Glover, he he has that. He's funny. He's goofy. So I, that's why I said I think it'll it'll definitely lend towards the comedy side more. And it's a series. It is a series. It but is Mr. Not- Mrs. Smith wasn't a comedy movie. Like, that's not a comedy. Well, you know, I would classify it as a comedy. It was funny. What parts were funny? Uh, when they everything the, the entire fight, like the fight scene when they whooped me to the ass, that whole thing was hilarious. Them talking shit while fighting is really what it is. I get what you said. No, no it is like the whole aesthetic. We dropped the elevator. I mean, I guess, but it wasn't supposed it, to be like, haha, funny. But it's the gimmick of the it's movie. Not, it's not Donald know it's funny. The, it's not Atlanta. Them. Kind of- what were you saying, Tom? It's the gimmick of the movie almost. It's like it, they're actually a couple, and they're you know bickering and talking, you know, trash to each other. You know what I'm saying? While they're doing shit. It, 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 that's the gimmick. It's what made me want to watch them at that, during that point in time. You know what I'm saying? What's the movie? Um, a Quiet Place came out, right? And you got uh, Emily Blunt and um, John Krasinski. So you say, like, that movie got no, like, you know, their, their whatever their budget or whatever. They, no, I didn't know anything about that movie. But I said, hmm, it's these two. I know they're married. Like, it might be interesting. I know this was his first thing, so let me go see the movie. It, it does help in, in, like, when while watching, knowing that when they're acting as if they're in love, it's actually type sincere or, you know, whatever. They actually do have real feelings for each other. It, these people generally do have good chemistry somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And what, uh-huh. you're, what, what you're seeing on film. Yeah. I was team Brangelina. 
Okay, speaking of Jordana Brewster, there was actually a pitch in 2007 for a spinoff of the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and she was going to play opposite Martin Henderson, which is the... He was in The Ring. He was in Grey's Anatomy as Dr. Nathan Riggs. Oh, yeah, it's Riggs. <laughs> he was in a couple of other things. Looks like he does a lot of work for ABC. They were actually supposed to do a reboot, but it uh, kind of didn't happen. I think people also forget that Carrie Washington was in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I would have liked to have seen a spinoff with like her team, the chicks that she had working with her, mm-hmm. that would have I think that could have made a good spinoff. I always thought that would have been interesting to see more of that. I yeah. think Carrie Washington was playing those little side roles. Yeah, it says Jolie and Pitt were actually going to do a sequel, but they just didn't come up with a, a good enough story, so they decided not to do it. And then there was a movie called Keeping Up with the Joneses that didn't have either of them in it, but whatever, whatever. Donald Glover, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Prime Video, 2022. Yeah. Any other upcoming television shows? We had mentioned The Rock, Young Rock, which premiered. Yeah, that came on yesterday. I didn't watch it yet. Did anybody else watch it? Probably not. No, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, so Young Rock is out, so you can check that out. It was on Hulu. Of course, you can you can watch it. Are we talking like The Rock, like Dwayne Johnson? The Rock? Yeah. There's a show yes. called Young Rock. Yes. And it's set in the future, like Dwayne Johnson now, he's in the future and he's running for president. And it goes back and it tells like the story of him as a kid leading up to that point. So think a la Fresh Off the Boat. Mm. And it's Zario Dawson in it. Speaking of The Rock, apparently Jeff R. I mean, I got his name, but nobody knows his name is Marwan Kenzari. <laughs> Marwan Kenzari is going to be playing in the Black Adam movie. I just, that was announced today. We're talking about The Rock. Dwayne Johnson plays Black Adam. Got it. Speaking of superhero stuff, you guys watched the Zack Snyder thing? Trailer? Sure did. Mm-hmm. Armani, what do you think? I think it's wild that if if Martian Manhunter is in Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, Joss Whedon, what were you thinking? Even if it's not your movie, like we said in the last pod, you know, not wanting to take someone else's idea and make it your own. If I looked back at this and was like, oh, you put Martian Manhunter in this, would I take that out? Not at all. Like... We think that Josh Whedon is not as big a DC fan maybe as Zack Snyder was. Like that, that doesn't matter. It's it's you took the opportunity to just basically put another superhero. Because regardless, like if you look at Marvel or any other kind of just superhero, well, there's nothing else really going on outside of Marvel. But you took the opportunity to put another superhero into the universe just just away. Like hmm. Tom, what you what did you think of the trailer? I loved it. And who uh, second Armani's statement? I don't. I think it goes beyond. I want to know what Jeff Johns. Y'all know who that is? No. No. Okay. Jeff Johns is like the equivalent of Kevin Feige. The difference is Jeff Johns is actually a comic book writer. Like I can go down. Remember I sent you my picture of my comic book collection, like my trades. Uh-huh. He's a lot of those. These are written by Jeff Johns. He is the guy. He is their version, literally their version of Kevin Feige. He is like the head of DC's, the DCU's like film thing. And I'm like you. You've written multiple runs of like the Flash and things like that. Why are you? Why did you let J- Josh Whedon come in and do this to this movie? I mean, I'm assuming you had looked at the footage that Zack Snyder shot 
Exactly. And, I get, and you just said no to all of that? <laughs> so, yeah, you no said to okay all of that. To all this cuts? We're talking about, like, there's a, what, 70% of this movie got, 70, 80% of this movie got reshot? Like, how did we get a whole new movie? That's crazy. That's super crazy. How does this trailer look better? Two trailers that we've look better than that entire movie. That's beyond me right there. I, I don't I don't know what's going on. Like it, it's something more than the head. Because I don't want to knock you know Joss Whedon because you know he was burnt out already off of the Avengers, right? So after Ultron, it, we saw it in like that movie was a l- bit of a little mess. It got a little messy towards the end because it was almost like it was just a setup for the next phase uh-huh. of Marvel, whatever it was. It was like the end went all the different types of way. But what movies did he do? Joss Whedon did the first Avengers movie and he did. Age of Ultron. Movies are like he don't. It doesn't seem like he does continuity that well. Those movies are both are are kind of all over the place. And no disrespect to him, but they're kind of forgettable. We won't talk about them movies. We we are. He did you bring in a uh, Wanda. You know what I'm saying? In Age of Ultron, so you gotta let him have that one. What well, I mean, he giving, what are we giving him? He's the director. He wrote House of M. Like he wrote some of House of M. Though. Yeah, like I have Josh's the the ultimate. The Ultimates or whatever. And he wrote those, like the Ultimate uh, Avengers or whatever. Those are pretty dope. So why did he think it was a good idea to leave Martian Manhunter out of his movie? I have no idea. <laughs> That's the problem. Good movies. Yeah. I think Josh Whedon has, has some issues we just didn't know about. Because you see how they're coming at him for Buffy right now. Yeah. Everybody's trying to, they, 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 trying to distance themselves from this guy right now. He might have been off the hook then and we just we weren't aware of it. Oh, what, he toxic? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Apparently uh-huh. he was on set on Buffy doing being extra. Mm, his wife was talking crazy. Got it. Well, Josh Whedon, man. I don't know. I mean, these guys, just like I said last pod, taking that movie from someone and trying to make it your own has to be difficult in itself. Like, a movie has to be difficult just to do, period. And then for you to have to take things from one film and, you know, reshoot things and have it all make sense and then have it edited down and all of that stuff. I'm sure that the head that you're talking about, Tom. Yeah, Jeff you know, Johns, yeah. You know, when you see a movie, it doesn't necessarily play out the way that you think it's going to play out in a the movie theater. It doesn't necessarily play out like, and even if it's given, you're given the final cut, do you have the power to go back and be like, all right, reshoot this or redo this? Nah, it's going out. So, Essentially, in hindsight, yeah, it looks really bad, but... I think maybe... The only thing I can see is that maybe they... uh, I'm just saying he's not that bad if you never saw Dark Side, like, ever. Yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) And Steppenwolf wasn't terrible. Like, Justice League wasn't a terrible movie. For what they set it up to be, though? Yeah. I I was digging the the Joker, Jared Leto Joker scene, so it's going to be interesting to see how much of that we get, like, how much Joker was in this movie. I'm definitely intrigued to see what that scene looks like between him and the Batman. Right. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> how much of this how much was the flash in this movie? Because there's a lot of flash. I'm saying I have heard they the, the whole Atlanta stuff is different. You know when Zack Snyder stepped down, did he take the storyboards with him? Like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like they, they do this before the movie. Like where was that? Didn't you have that to go off of? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like I mean, or was it like a situation where the studio panicked? Because it could have been that. Are they even following the story, though, Tom? No. They're doing whatever they want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing about it. They following us, you know, a, a Batman or a Justice League. That's the thing about these comics. 
They're done a hundred times. They're done a hundred different ways. There's mad X-Men sagas. There's mad Avenger sagas. There's mad Batmans. There's mad... So it's like, you know, you're going to pick whatever one you want to pick, you know, I guess when you go do work. My other thing is that you have... They've been talking about Flashpoint forever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's got a director. It doesn't have a director. They're not doing it. They are doing it. Uh, Ezra Miller, whatever's going on with Ezra Miller, he's available. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But that has a specific, specific uh, storyline. An important one, too. An important one. that You're going to use that to change things in your cinematic, you know, multiverse, universe, or whatever you want to do with it. Who knows? So it's a lot of things going on. Like that scene with the Flash and Justice League, like, she's the key, she's the key. What did that have to do with anything in the movie? You know, when he comes back and talks to Bruce Wayne for, like, two seconds, like, that made no sense. Like, continuity. Yeah, it's continuity was, like, out of play. I I feel like, I'm starting to think, like, that the studio panicked when when Zack Snyder stepped down, and they just was like, maybe they just told Joss Whedon to do something different. They definitely, you know? and I think, the, you know, they, they probably told him to salvage some things. I don't know, but again, like I said, I think everyone has a different way and a different take of doing everything. I'm saying, like, when you look back Mm -hmm. and you look at what Joker is today, and you go back and you look at what Joker was back in the day with Jack Nicholson, you see how he did what he did. They just, like, I guess everybody has their own creative license to do whatever it is they want to do, and you do with it what you do with it. I mean, understand that Zack Snyder had all this time to perfect whatever it is that he's putting out. So I expect this shit to be pretty good. Back in the day, things are completely different. Tim Burton did it completely different than the way that this new Batman is going to do it. So speaking of Tim Burton. We are getting a... Tim Burton is going to do a live action Wednesday Adams series with a young Wednesday Adams. And current time is coming to Netflix. Who... I don't want to say who asked for this, but, like, what do y'all think about? I mean, it's, it sounds like it could be interesting. Like, so we're in, like, a present-day Adams Family, basically. Oh, um, yeah, so it's going to be Wednesday Adams in current time, and it's going to be following her as she's in school. So think kind of like Sabrina, I guess, Teenage Witch, probably. And oh. it's Tim Burton, so it's going to be dark. Do we have any casting? No, no casting news yet. Just the announcement that the show, that the series is coming to Netflix. I mean, she's the only interesting character in the Adams Family, so... Right. The only interesting one. Her and Fester. Yeah. And the thing. What's it called? The thing? Their cousin. It. It. it cousin it. Yeah. With the hair. The, yeah. The thing was the hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what a stupid Oh, shit. I got something. You, speaking of uh, stuff, you don't know they're doing a Gremlins animated series? Like a prequel? No. Where's like, that? Supposed to be on H- HBO Max. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Is it an animated? But, yeah, it's going to be a Gremlins prequel, like uh, The Secrets of the Mogwai. That should be dope, being that it's animated, meaning that they can, they don't have any limits as to how they do right. it. That's dope. Sounds very dope. I don't know, man, like, this superhero shit is getting, it seems like it's the only thing that, the only yeah. thing that feels like it's being done the way that it's supposed to be done. Seems like the only thing that can be done. Get A-list actors. Yeah. You get you know I mean? Sir Anthony Hopkins Odin. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. So it's like, you know, when you look at what we're even even what we're watching now with like WandaVision and you're looking at all of the people that are in WandaVision, you know, the guy from Fresh Off the Boat, it's one of those things where everybody wants to come back. 
everybody wants to come and be involved and that's what makes it big because nothing ever gets done the way it's supposed to get done because people don't want to come back so then you end up you know changing people and then mm-hmm. it messes up the integrity of what was created so it's you know it's interesting to see WandaVision panning out how it's panning out do y'all like WandaVision I don't, I'm speaking to, um, for myself is anybody here that doesn't like WandaVision am I speaking at a turn no, I think WandaVision's been pretty good so far. I think every episode's been fire. It's done very well. It's definitely got the budget. Like, you see the money, the production value. Like, it's it's TV done right. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's movies. Like, like I think what you were kind of going off of that. We've got two different things right now. We've got either superhero movies that are done with big action, or we've got very high drama movies that also delivers, that de- deliver stellar performances versus action so I think that's like that's what we're seeing right now is just those two those two things. I think that's high quality on the small screen. I think that's what you're getting. You yeah. get high quality through that. I think everything else is gonna kind of struggle because certain things have limitations. But you know the superhero stuff. I think they're taking such good care of it. I think yeah. they care about the stories. I think that's why they're done the way that they're done. You know, you know what? what? It's funny. I heard someone compare the superhero genre now to, they're saying basically it's the, it's what Westerns were, uh, you know, yeah. 50, 50, 60 years ago. I mean, cause you think, look how it's a Western channel now. It's nothing but us all movies were, were just Western, 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 West, John Wayne, John Wayne, John Wayne, whatever. No, you know, we didn't have CGI. So you had to get all these cows and people to do train the horse, actual cowboys, people that could actually do this stuff. And so it's like you said, your people are taking that much care putting that much into it like with wardrobes and stuff like that i think i read something the other day i was reading something the other day one of my favorite movies is tombstone you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying yeah, with uh kurt russell. snake plipskin kurt russell and uh doc hilmer and um they had got some beef with um kevin costner or something because he did the wide earth movie like yeah. came out like right after this apparently tombstone had bought up all the, the like cowboy aesthetics in hollywood <laughs> so kevin costner had to go to like europe and get a whole bunch of stuff and it was like, it was this whole big beat because Kevin Costner was like, no, I, my movie's going to be the best one. And it was like, yeah, all right, cool. Whatever you say. And we just going to hold on to this stuff. We're re- we doing reshoots or something. <laughs> but that's how, you know, how crazy that, that genre is. You can see how that comparison between like the Westerns from 40, 50 years ago are compared to the superhero movies now. That's a really good comparison. That's uh-huh. very accurate. Speaking of production value, too, these last three episodes of WandaVision are going to be an hour long. I don't, I, honestly, I don't think I really realized that they were even 30 minutes up until, like, the last episode. They didn't. Oh, yeah, I feel it every time. <laughs> every time it's, I mean, it wraps up well. However, every yeah, time. It's please like, stand well, by. It, huh? No, <laughs> please stand by. <laughs> well, we're going to get three hour-long episodes. And I hope they are, like, full-on, like, nonstop hours. See, that's what. Five minutes. <laughs> that's what makes them dope that's what makes this dope because it's in alignment with everything we just said all of the good shows that I could think of that I'm talking about that had to deliver and did deliver mm-hmm. a la Sons of Anarchy a la even Game of Thrones let's not get it twisted Game of Thrones delivered for years before mm-hmm. it didn't you know what I mean also these Marvel movies all of them but not Marvel movies forget them let me strike them off of it but good shows all the good shows, when they're doing good content, they may throw in an hour show. They may throw in an hour and a half on you. 
They may throw some extra time in there just to get the story done because the story needs to get told the way that it needs to get told. So that's why Sons of Anarchy episodes would be longer. They would be longer some some weeks. Uh-huh. Game of Thrones would be longer some weeks. That's good television. So shout out to WandaVision for doing what everybody else does. Continuing on the conversation of good and well-done television and our expectations of well-done television and movies. The season finale of Your Honor just happened. Armani, you said you watched it. Yes, Tom, you did I not. did. You, Tom, you've not watched the show at all, you said, correct? No, not at all. All right. Well, we're not going to spoil it, spoil it too bad. The finale of it left you with, could there be a season two for the show? And then it kind of, you know, we started to have a discussion after we watched it. If a series does not have a season two, is that okay? Like, do we, are we spoiled with this expectation of there being a second season of something? Or is it possible to have a show be great and be one season and that just be it? What do y'all think about Depends that. on the end. Depends on the finale. Yeah, it depends on the content of the show for me. Because it's like, with Your Honor, why do we do all that? If this is going to be just one season, and this is all we get, like, why do we do all that? Because so much didn't get resolved. Mm-hmm. Without giving you the our mind, do you think there'll be a second season? I hope so, but I doubt it. Why do you think there won't be a second? Do you think it's, it's the content and the way it ended, or do you think... I'm just mind. going based off because it's at a limited TV series. That's why I'm going based off. Dexter, what do you think about the the way that wrapped up, the way that finished? I like to chime in and say that I don't like one-off shows. So I'm going to just take my stance. (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. Like, what is the point of you having a series? I'm saying, make a movie, fool. Call it a (laughs) miniseries. You know what I'm saying? Like, call it a miniseries. Or no, but no, I I agree with, um, you know, I will piggyback off of Armani saying, you know, if you're going to say it's a limited series, However, it's just like, I think the pacing of this particular show, it should have been paced differently if that were the case. But I actually have something to contribute to your uh, second season, even though I didn't watch that show. Well, as far as second season, I'd like to bring up, you brought up a couple of HBO things. I want to know what you guys think about Watch. Is that the need of second season? And that's where yeah, this conversation kind of stemmed from, because like that didn't have a second season. It's not having one. Great show. We deserve a second season. That ending was super ambiguous. Does she... Did she walk on the water? Did did is she, did she as Doctor Manhattan's power? Like that would have been that that. I mean, you could leave it there, but I'm. This is like a year and a half later. I'm still sitting here thinking about that shit. I wonder if she ever got the full power, and you know what I mean. So it's just not fair for them to come out with a good season of a show and then be like, I ain't coming back. Like I said, you know, why not? Don't make it at all. I don't want to see no. I don't want to see no season one only. Yeah. Can't even. I hate seeing season one and ain't no season two. It ain't even season one. It's just season. <laughs> yeah, or just make a movie, like you said. Just make it a movie. I understand that you can't do four-hour movies, eight-hour movies, ten-hour movies. But my the thing Snyder is, cuts, the Snyder cut's about to be a four-hour thing. You're gonna do it. Just close it. That's all I'm saying. If you're not gonna have a second season, close it. I just don't like the fact that art gets compromised with the system of cutbacks and bringing people back like you know they signed a one-year contract we just don't know they signed a one-year contract regina knew she wasn't coming back we just ain't know (laughs) you know i don't think the most writers when you pitch a season of a show that you do it thinking okay it's only going to be one i mean you definitely hope for a second or a third i would think for sure so scorsese 
takes aim at streaming's lack of curation, saying that cinema is being devalued by content. He has a beef with the fact that people can just make anything or record anything and upload it to be a YouTube, shit, Netflix, Amazon, and it's content being confused with movies or with art. So he feels like the actual cinema is being devalued for the sake of content. I mean, who is he to gatekeep what cinema is, to be honest? And this is not the first beef that Scorsese's had with things. Like, he had a, he has a beef with superhero movies. Tom, what do you think about Scorsese's comments? It's like a bitter old man mm-hmm. who's stuck in, like, 1978. I love text. I mean, the times have changed. You either you going to get with it or get lost, you know what I'm saying? Or get left, whatever you want to, how you want to say it. If you're not going to, it's not, it's like listening to music. I, I, you know, music changes. I can sit here and listen to 90s hip hop all day, but 2021, you know, there's new shit that's out. The world changed, especially with the pandemic and everything. I mean, people aren't going to the cinemas for a specific reason, not because there's not quality didn't you he just came out with a movie the irishman you know and that was pre-pandemic what was the deal with that how come the you couldn't get a studio to put that out i think it did come out did it come out in the studio for like a little limited time i mean the movie theater for a limited time no i think it went straight to netflix straight to, straight to netflix okay so you came up with a, a film straight to netflix because no studio was trying to put out your movie i think he's doing another one too i think he got is it apple tv or paramount or somebody got the rights to it and leonardo DiCaprio, somebody's in it so I don't know how he has any room to talk with any of that. You know, everybody, all your, his movies aren't for everybody. You know what I'm saying there's certain people who like, go ahead, Derek. No, no, I said very true. You can keep going. There's not for everybody. Everybody likes different things. There's different tastes. Art is subjective. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's what the bottom line is. You either, you need to make better movies if you think that if we're, if this streaming thing is killing cinema, make that's it what people want to see. Fuck what Scorsese got to say. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, I understand, but that's like somebody being mad at what music, the way that we consume music. That's like somebody being mad at the way that music is consumed now. What people don't understand is, is that the reason for streaming services, the reason for things like this is because the system wasn't being fair. And old white men want the system to stay the same because that's what they're used to. But in reality, the system changes because demand changes and the system usually changes because the practices are not fair. And Hollywood is right now feeling what they should be feel should have been feeling a long time ago. They have been excluding people and playing favoritism and nepotism for all these years. And now Finally, Scorsese has to feel like everybody else feels and you have to go out there and you have to put your stuff, you have to put your stuff up against everybody else. And then we tell mm-hmm. you it's good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. It's okay. The Irishman was okay. Sorry, Martin. Yeah. You know what? That's a very valid point because now his movies are on the same level as little indie writers and directors that no one fucking knows, but they're on the same platform. They're getting the same if not more, like, placement on that Netflix top ten this week. So that's a very valid point. It's just a hater, yo. It's one of them type of things where people just... And I get it. I do understand probably what he's talking about. But again, it's just like when we were talking earlier about when you sit and you pick and choose from social media comments and 
the lowest common denominator. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit on these streaming services. And if you're old, it sucks to browse that way. Because, you know, you can go on all of these and say that there's nothing on all of these. You can go on Netflix and say there's nothing on there. But I personally think that it's a narrow-minded person that says that. Because in reality, there's everything on all all of these streaming sites if you just have one of them you can figure out what to watch for the next 13 weeks it's just how do you find material how do you find content to watch and that's why we make it easy for people you know what i'm saying to find this content because we scour through and we find this stuff and we find the good stuff and you know there is a lot of bad stuff on the streaming networks but there's mad gems on the streaming networks, you know what I'm saying? And there are things that you wouldn't normally watch. I wouldn't go see Spree in the movie theater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Speaking However, Spree was something to watch. And I'm not mad. I watched it. I want other people to watch it. And even if you don't think it was good, it's something that was an experience. And I don't think Martin Scorsese understands that certain things aren't made to be done with the cookie cutter way that mm-hmm. he was taught to do everything. Yeah. Speaking of Spree, that was a really entertaining movie. I won't use the word good, but I will use the word entertaining. And Armani, that was one of your sleepers one week. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you sold that properly. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I didn't remember that it was your sleeper. And then when Dexter said it, and I was like, wait, what? She talked about this movie on the podcast? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Say exactly what it was. Tom, you should definitely watch that movie. I did. Oh, you did? What did you think? <laughs> yes, I watched it last night. I said to Dex yesterday, I said, uh, yo, Steve Harrington was wild in that movie. <laughs> I, like, wow. You went from being the coolest guy in, in school to being, like, the, the biggest loser. And it's like, I was compelled. I was watching this whole movie like, boy, this is wild. And I don't I don't know to spoil it for anybody, but y'all know what I'm talking about. When at the scene with the, with the, with the uh, Korean DJ... At the taco cart or the taco truck? Oh, man. That made me die. I, I, I was dead. Like Dex said, I need a spinoff of what happened to the chick after that. Cause that after she shot you? Yeah, I didn't know where did she go. <laughs> where did she go? <laughs> I said we could do a whole movie about where she went after she woke up from her little sleeper and, <laughs> and hit the cop. And then nobody really seemed like they chased the girl. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You're not ruining the movie because nobody's gonna know what you're even talking about. Uh, uh, yeah, I, mean, I was a, just trying to such a be ambiguous with that. The movie. Oh, that was that was that it was entertaining. I'm glad I watched it. It entertained me, and that's what it's for. It's for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, why everything can't be white Italian men mm-hmm. going through shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, some you know, might say. Some <laughs> might say. you make movies about. I mean, it is. That's a pretty safe bet. So. No more new television shows or upcoming shows or anything like that? Discussing? Yeah? Uh, no. Okay. The trailer for Cruella. What did you guys think of it? Tom? I thought it was cool. I wasn't aware that it was a prequel. Like, I, I, that's what at least it seemed like, right? It's before. Yeah. Before? That's what, okay. It's what it looked like to me. I'm like, okay. Caught me off guard. So that made me kind of interested. I look at the character. I always knew the character, you know, she's one of those crazy Disney villains, but... I'd like to see this other side. I like that there's a shot in the trailer where she does, like, snaps her finger. Her dress catches on fire or something like that. I thought that was dope, how that looked. Her peeling out in a little old car. 
I want to know what the dogs have to do, you know, Dalmatian. Yeah. It seems like it's a Dalmatian, it's just like it's a her movie. Armani, what did you think? I liked it. I agree, Tom. When it's like, I, I didn't realize at first that it was a prequel, even though I was here for the casting of Emma Stone. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really excited when I saw they cast her for Corolla. Um, but overall, it looks like a fun, interesting movie. The next one. I've never seen 101 Dalmatian, so... You, you lie. It ain't a prequel to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's been on. It should be interesting. You know, I think that all of these prequels... And I think, how, how else could you do it? Don't nobody want to know Cruella's life after? <gasps> You know what I mean? Like, and I haven't even seen it to know, but I just know that, like, look at Maleficent. Like, Maleficent, you know, trying to find out who Maleficent was is dope. After Maleficent is, like, there, I don't know if we want to watch that. I don't don't know if we want to watch the movie after the movie. You know what I'm saying? 102 Dalmatians. That was actually a movie. Yeah. See? They tried it. No, nah, but um, it it looks like it's done well. Maleficent was done well. Well, I think that's it for this week's news things. Anyone got any anything else that was interesting this week? Anything else come up? No, but I think that's no. Snowfall comes out next week. That'll be out on the twenty fifth for those that watch Snowfall. If you don't watch Snowfall. You should watch Snowfall. That's all I got. I think when you get past the first like four or five episodes of the first season, it goes pretty quickly. So you could you could get in those first two, two seasons. There's only two seasons of Snowfall right now, right? This no, is season three. three. It's three. Um, probably. I think you're probably getting three seasons between now and the 25th for sure. Um, do either of you watch Snowfall? Yeah, I'm all the way caught up. I only watched the first. Season. Okay. Well, we'll see where we're all at on the, by the 25th. Um, Sorry, I'm, look, I'm a science fiction guy. If there's no spaceships, <laughs> no spaceships, no time travel, Tom. Bro, yeah, you watch, no <laughs> huh? You watched The Wire twice. I uh, know. <laughs> Only twice. Only twice. <laughs> Only twice. <laughs> That was like someone had posted something about watching Game of Thrones, only, like having just watched Game of Thrones like for the first time. I was like, only? We've only watched it. Or they said the second time. I was like, only? You've only done your second watch of Game of Thrones? What? I've only watched it once and I ain't never watching it again. Woo! <laughs> Why such a harsh stance? What is there to watch again? There's good, there's, there's good cinema appreciation to be had with rewatching Game of Thrones. Let me ask you this. I'm asking all of y'all and the audience. When you watch a movie, it could be great at the beginning, throughout. But if the ending is trash, do you go back and watch that movie? You know what? Here's my thing. The ending of Game of Thrones. Yes, I hated it. But was it trash or was it just rushed shit? No, it was trash. It was rushed. trash. That we was, knew the reason was, why it was, it was trash. trash by so it was way trash. of being rushed. Rushed <laughs> <laughs> <It was> trash? <laughs> Speaking of rush. Tom, what did you think about it? What do you think about it now, after the fact? Like, years after the fact, going back and looking at it. So, seasons, like, one through maybe three, maybe four, some of the best television, maybe just one through three, it's probably the best television ever. Like I said, it, it, when it gets to, like, the later... The problem is, we're aware of the fact HBO gave them a blank check and said, hey, you can do two more seasons. And you said, no, I'm going to do Star Wars. <laughs> and then decided, you know... Star Wars. And now we're not going to do Star Wars. So you ruined something that was arguably potential for being the greatest show ever because you wanted a bag that you never got. And now you're about to do shit called the three-body problem. You tried, you were about to do one of some weird racist shit, which really made you people look at you with, like, you know, kind of funny. And then now you want to do some shit that 
only hard, hard body, hard, serious side we care about. I know what it is, and I don't care. Like, you know, you've changed your, you changed your name. Like, you know what I'm saying? These two guys, I don't care anymore about what they're doing. <laughs> okay, well, that's a podcast. So make sure to like, rate, subscribe, follow this here podcast, share this podcast with a friend. Yo, if y'all listen, let us know you listen somehow, some way. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> You can drop a comment on our Instagram, on our Twitter, or on our YouTube channels. Those are all great ways to let us know that you listen. Just let us know. Because <laughs> we see. We see the we people. We see you listening. We see you listening, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but we see that you're listening. We just don't hear from you. So Until next time, wash your hands and social distance.